podcasting from inside of a marketing agency, this is the Marketing Department Podcast, where we have candid ideas and curated content for the everyday marketer. Well, hey, everybody, welcome to the podcast this week. My name is Eric, and I'm excited about today. We have a special edition of the podcast. If you've been following us lately, we've been talking about this brand giveaway that we're going to be doing. And today in the house, we have our winner, Mr. Micah Smith of Valor Game Calls. What's up, Micah? What's up, man? How's it going? It's going great. Micah is actually an old friend of mine. We've known each other for many years. A long time. Yeah. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Oh, no. yeah. Oh, yeah. crap. You know what's coming. Here it goes. I think this was the first time I met you. We were in college, and yeah. I walk up, and there's some music going on, and I see this dude wearing this shirt, and on this shirt, it has a bitten apple, <laughs> and it says, my bad, Eve. <laughs> And I knew I was going to like this guy. I just knew. <laughs> yeah. And I think that was done in Sharpie. Literally. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That was the start of your entrepreneurship, that, I think. I think that was it. Because I bought one. I actually ended up you, did you? I ended up buying one from you. I was like, <laughs> dude, I need you to make me one of those. You did. Cool. Sharpie it out. <laughs> it was awesome. So Micah is here to, he's our winner of the giveaway. And so Micah has a business. And what the business is, is a duck call business. Yep, we do duck calls, goose calls, and varmint calls right now. So Awesome. Yeah. Varmint calls. Varmint calls. I am from the city, and I'm not sure what varmints are exactly, <laughs> uh, but I can't wait to hear in a minute. Yeah, there we go. And so what we're going to do here at the beginning of the podcast is I'm going to let you let you know what you've won. It's kind of been pretty general, but I want to kind of get a little bit into the details. And then we want to get to know you, because we're going to be recording this whole process. We're going to be putting things on our blog and letting people just kind of watch the process of what a brand rebuild looks like. Cool. So, yeah. So what you want is several things. One of the first things is going to be personas. You know what persona is? I have no idea. Okay. So personas, <laughs> what this is, is basically we determine who your demographic is. You're going to know overall, like, well, it's probably guys who hunt. I mean, that's probably obviously one of the demographics. Yeah. But there's so much more to that. There's so much like there's probably an amount of income that most of these people will make in order to buy your product. There's probably a certain location that they live in. There's probably... Now, I'm sure there's... Let's just... We're, we're in Texas, so let's just take Dallas. I'm sure there's a lot of duck hunters in Dallas, but... The majority of the your type of client probably does not live in the middle of the city of Dallas in a high rise apartment. So right. that's not the guy you're going for. Yeah. So we would determine we'd put this on paper and really just write it out, do a bunch of research and figure out who is exactly your target audience so that when you're trying to market to those people, you will know who to market to exactly so that you're not wasting money marketing to the wrong people. And so that's what personas are. That's a lot of research goes into that to figure out exactly who that audience is and we'll have Pictures of what that person could look like. I might just take a picture of you and just say, here's my target audience. Here it is. Yep. Here's the target. <laughs> That's a um, rough target. Man. Oh, man, it's great. <laughs> that beard looks great, though. So that would be personas. And then we have the voice and tone. So this, is, do you know what voice and tone is? No. Awesome. We did a podcast last week, and if you go back and listen to it, you'll know. But I'll tell you now, anyway. <laughs> so <I> mean, <laughs> I'm going to give Mike yes. a hard time the whole time. I love it. Yeah, so our voice and tone is basically... It's how your brand speaks, okay? So most of the time, and probably currently, your brand is Micah Smith. Even mm -hmm. though it's Valor Game Calls, it's still Micah Smith. Yep. What your brand needs is it needs its own voice outside of Micah Smith so that if you hire people down the road, you got people doing sales, or those guys called it? Field staff. Pro Field staff. staff. Yeah. Yeah. So those guys, right now, they're just hearing whatever Micah says, that's what I say. Yeah. They need something formally to say, this is how you speak about Valor game calls. Yeah. We talked we talked about Nike last week a little bit. And so like Nike is 
very inspirational in their brand and how they speak. And so that's how they speak with their brand is like inspiring things. And so whereas there may be other brands that don't do inspiring, they may do just fitness in general or something, you know. So everything's just kind of different with voice and tone. So we're going to determine what Valor Game Calls voice and tone is. Killer. Yeah, it's going to be cool. And then the last part is obviously the logo, the design. You have a cool logo already, which is kind of cool. And so this one is going to be unique in that we are going to just kind of bring the logo all together. So there may be like some subtle changes that we that we work through together, but this is going to be you and our team just saying like, hey, what if we did this change and this change? It would help with this thing and that thing. Awesome. And so it may not look completely different unless you're like, hey, I don't know, let's try something completely different. And yeah. then we, we do that too. So it's going to be fun coming up with the process because I know you're a guy who is kind of like, let's go for it. You yeah, know? And, absolutely. And we can figure that out. And so that'll be your logo, your fonts, your colors, all those different things. And then we're going to put all of that together in what we call a brand guide. And so you will have that brand guide, which is, it can either be a PDF format or a web format, but basically you'll have that to send to anybody. So you hire, you get one of these pro staff guys, mm-hmm. you send them this and say, when you talk about Valor Game Calls, these are all the things you need to know. Here's awesome. my logos, here's my fonts, here's my colors, here's my typography, here's the personas, here's everything you need to know about Valor Game Calls. And yeah. it's one thing. So that is what we're going to be doing. That's awesome. I yeah. love all that. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, <laughs> man, I'm excited. So, like, let the people know who you are. I know who you are, but I want you to tell us tell us the story of Valor Game Calls, kind of like how it came to be. Micah, if you don't know him, Micah is a little like me. He's a, I would like to refer to you as a serial entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> Always starting something. I'm in, seriously did not plan this. I have a hat on right now <laughs> that is the Armory. The Armory, yeah. Yeah, the Armory Printing Company. And so back in the day, Micah was printing shirts and had the whole thing on, and he made some hats, and I'm actually wearing that hat today. And so I pulled it out of my closet yesterday, and I was like, I forgot about this hat. I love this hat. And then just wore it today, too. (laughs) So anyway, there's been lots of different things that that you've kind of started over the years, but like this one's the one that, like, man, this one's stuck. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how it all came to be, the name and everything. Yeah, so I started Valor about four years ago, four seasons ago. I grew up hunting a little bit, duck hunted some growing up, but not a ton. About five years ago, a buddy of mine took me duck hunting, and I was hooked. I loved it, loved every bit of it, loved getting out there in the in the blind and seeing his dog work and retrieve ducks, and I was just eating up with it from, from that point on. And so I started really looking at, you know, when you first start duck hunting, you don't call, and you're not doing all that because there's so much to learn. And then I started calling, and... Then you start looking at calls and there's a lot of call makers out there and a lot of different calls and what they do and how they sound and how they work. And so I started looking for specific ones that I liked and thought I'm going to spend some money and, and buy a nice call. Well, when I did, I found the one I wanted and I found this guy was making them. And then I found, well, I can, I can buy all the supplies that he's making them with. And I've always wanted to buy a lathe and do wood turning and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, let's spell the word lathe for the people. Spell? Yeah, lathe. L-A-T-H-E. So it's a wood lathe. Lathe. Lathe, lathe, lathe. Lathe, lathe. I don't ever know how to say it. Yeah, so it takes the material that you have and it spins it real fast so you can take a tool and kind of turn turn that material down to the shape you want is really... It is very satisfying to watch the lathe thing <laughs> it happen. Is. It's just like just chipping away at the wood. It's That's, pretty cool. I watched hours of YouTube videos on people turning projects before I was like, man, this is, that's, that's what kind of got me hooked. I think that's the nerdiest thing I've ever heard you say, but I'll take it. Okay. I agree. (laughs) I agree. So anyway, I wanted this call, found all the supplies. My wife over the years, she's pretty conservative when it comes to jumping into things and jumping into 
businesses and investing money in things. And when we first got married, I would come up, of course, I have all these ideas and, hey, I want to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And she was very cautious at first, but I, I think this was probably the second time. The first time was battle bubbles when oh. I was doing bubble soccer. Oh, wow. Yeah. I forgot about those. Dude, it's we. I forget about stuff too, man. man. So Those things were so hot and sweaty. Dude, yeah, it was, it was rough. Yeah. Those are uh, those big blow-up balls that you get inside, and you can run at each other and yeah. hit each other or play soccer and whatnot. But, yeah, that was cool. I forgot about that. Yep. We did that for a little bit, and then it went decent. And so then whenever I wanted to do this, I was like, hey, I think I want to buy a lathe and start. And she was like, go for it what? That's different than the normal response I get. So I bought a lathe, bought all the supplies. And one night on my back porch, just started working on a duck call, got it all finished up. And when I got done with it, I was like, man, that turned out pretty sweet. I like the way that looks. So I'd ordered, we call them blanks. So blanks for all the different calls. So I'd ordered five or six blanks. I turned one or two, put the insert in it. I took it up to the office the next day. And a lot of the guys up there duck hunt. And they were like, you made this? What? Are you serious? I was like, yeah, I just wanted to do it. And then the thing that really kind of made me on social media and stuff really gave me a lot of traction was I had a blank that was clear acrylic, but it had grass that was inlaid in the acrylic, Mm -hmm. which they don't mass produce those because it's hard to get, you just, it's hard to mass produce them because of the flaws that the grass is in there and all that. So you have to hand turn them. And I turned one of those and all my buddies loved it, and we're like, dude, make me one, make me one. And then I took a picture and posted it on Facebook just because I liked the way it looked and yeah. to see people's response, and that first post kind of blew up on me. I remember that. I saw that, and I was like, you made that? Like, what? This thing is incredible. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I was so blown away of how you would make that. I just, I don't know. I yeah. guess I never thought about it, but it yeah. was awesome. Yeah, and so from that, like, I started the page, that one post, I had people, hey, I want to buy one, want to buy one. So I just started selling through there. And then I started my page, started gaining traction with that. This is through Facebook? Facebook. Okay, yep. Facebook only at first. And for a long time, I just ran with Facebook. And just, yeah, over the last four years, it's been, you know, selling calls through Facebook. And then I got to meet a lot of people in the industry. I've done some hunting shows, different things where it's cool because it's a whole different demographic of people that I don't normally spend a lot of time with like day to day in my day to day. I'm a pastor. And so I'm not in the field hunting with these guys, but I am like in the season I am, but to get to go to these big hunting extravaganzas and talk to these guys. And it's been really cool to see how many people I've met. And so through these last four years, we've just continued to, I'm a one man show. So I'm just by myself running it and trying to grow it. And sometimes it gets to the point where I'm like, this, this may get (laughs) too big and I'm going to have to start looking at different options here, but it's been an awesome journey and it's been cool to see what's happened with it so far. So yeah, that's awesome, man. It's been fun to watch you again, being able to see you with, with all the other things. And then this one be like, no, this one's sticking. Yeah. It's funny. Cause I remember having talks back with some other friends, mutual friends of ours that I would be like, Mike is going to do something one day. It's going to be awesome. It's going <laughs> to stick. And this is it, man. Like this is, it's been really cool to see like just from the get go of how, again, I remember that post coming out to every time you, you keep coming out with things. I'm just like, how does that even work? I saw one the other day on social media. It was something cool. Uh, words on it like trump 2020 that was it yep. yeah yeah <laughs> that one yeah <laughs> i found another guy that does these blanks and now it's kind of opened up a whole new realm for me this year this season yep where he can literally put anything i want inside of the acrylic yep so i can 
send him whatever, send him graphics, send him all that stuff, and he sends me the blank, and then I go and hand turn it. And so yep. I haven't fully turned one of those calls yet, yep. but I've just released some pictures on social media, and like I'm already getting, I've sold a ton of them just from guys seeing pictures of just yeah. the barrel. And off the top of my head, I'm thinking about like you know you made you made one for us a while back for a yep. Green Fox, and it's really cool. It has Green Fox, you know, on the on the metal part. Yeah. But, but this is like inside the duck call, right? Yeah. It would be inside the acrylic. And so that clear acrylic kind of magnifies the logo and looks really cool. So. Yeah. So seeing that, you know, it gives me an idea of, you know, we're a marketing agency here. And yeah. so I always think about marketing ideas. And so even for like our clients, if we could, if we could have you make for some of our, some of our clients, we want to send something unique to them, but has their brand on it. Yeah. And yeah. Just brand us some duck calls and we'll send them out. Pretty cool idea. Absolutely. So, look at you. You're making money by being <laughs> look at here. That. Here look we at go. That. And so, anyway, man, we're excited to have you and your business be the brand giveaway winner here. And so, I knew that you get excited about branding. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons why we picked you is because I don't know how much you want to say here. So, if you were like, oh, I'll pass on that, that's fine. But one thing I do know is at the beginning, you were making duck calls. And it seemed like for every one duck call you'd make, you'd make 10 hats. So it's like, <laughs> I feel like you didn't make any money at all at the beginning, yeah. for sure, because you were just coming out with apparel, which I think is great. So, yeah. Well, first off, thank you so much for this opportunity, man. This is huge. And I'm super excited to work with y'all. We're buddies and know each other, but I mean, it's going to be a huge opportunity for my company and I'm really excited about it. Yes. For the first while, I love apparel. I think that it creates brand awareness, like if I can get all my buddies wearing hats and shirts, it mm-hmm. creates this buzz and excitement about what I'm doing and what's going on. And so it almost makes it feel at first like there's this new, I like new things. Yeah. So it creates this excitement about something's happening, something's going on, something's starting. And so at first it was literally, and it still is sometimes, I come up with apparel designs and hat designs and shirt designs and I'm trying to figure out how many of these do I order and do I want to invest this money in these t-shirts? And at the same time, the duck calls are going and the goose calls are going. And so it's, it's all good. But yeah, sometimes it's, what do I invest here? What do I, you know, in apparel or what? Yeah. That's just part of it that I'd love to get. Yeah. Advice experience from y'all on and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's exciting. So it's going to be cool to help actually all this branding package will actually help you determine exactly where to put that brand, how to put it out there, when to release new things and, and how it can be applied. And so it's gonna be really cool to yeah. go through that process. The other thing I forgot to say, yeah. the name Valor, you were asking me about the name. Oh yeah, yeah. I made that first duck call, put it out on and when I realized, whoa, this could be something, I was like, What's I need a name. And it was when I was doing the armory. That's mm-hmm. where I went to pick up some shirts I had printed and they had a shirt hanging the company that printed them had a shirt hanging in their in their window that just said Valor on it. And I saw the word and I was like, that's a cool word. I like that word. And so I just took that and ran with it. What's been cool over the past four years is Valor is a very, you know, military kind of term a lot of times. So Mm -hmm. with Marines and, and stuff like that, a lot of times when I'm out doing events, they'll ask me if, you know, if I was in the military and I haven't been, but I've kind of gained a lot of traction with those guys because it's, I can take the name Valor and I do like one of our, the tags is live a life of Valor. So it's not just, it's not just a brand, you know, we want to create, we want to go in the field and hunt with these guys and have pro staff that rep our brand that are awesome dudes that, you know, hunt and build the, the hunting industry up and build, continue to, to grow, not just the brand, but continue to help the hunting industry and help these younger guys come up that don't know how to hunt or don't haven't had 
a dad to teach him how to hunt. You know, it's kind of a, a whole all around kind of live a life of valor is kind of yeah. I think one direction we can go. No, I love that, I like man. That. I love that. I love that, you know, I'll be vulnerable on the podcast here. I'm one of these guys who I've been hunting several times. I mean, I go hunting a lot, go like dove hunting, go deer hunting, all that kind of stuff, but I've never been duck hunting. So duck hunting is one that's like, it's one of those, like, I'm almost like nervous to go and not know what I'm doing. Cause no, really not many people like to do that. Like yeah. I'm going to go do something, but I have no idea what I'm doing, but yeah. all these other people that are with me are like, I don't yeah. know what socks to wear. Do you wear socks? Do you just wear shorts? I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> but it's one of those like, you know, what you just said, like, that's the kind of culture that your, your business is trying to create is like a culture where it's like, Hey, it's, it's okay. You don't have to know what you're doing. Just come on. This will be fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, first we're going to change that this season. You got to go get on some ducks with us. Yeah. Oh, but second, <laughs> that's why I said that. Actually, yeah. So. There it is. You're on it. Second, the one thing I love about duck hunting is like with deer hunting, you have to go and sit in a blind and be quiet and make sure you don't scare deer. Well, duck hunting is a bit different in that if you can't see ducks, they can't really hear you. I mean, they kind of can, but a lot of times in the blind, you're sitting there with four, five, six, seven guys, and the duck hunting is awesome, shooting birds. Like, there's just all this awesome camaraderie that happens. I take my kids hunting all the time, and they absolutely love it. We take our dogs. It's awesome to watch the dogs work. But the time in the blind with the guys talking, telling stories, that's one of the coolest parts about yeah. duck hunting to me. And whenever I get to hang out with, with new guys or take guys hunting that have never been, just to get them in the blind and have fun and you know, see that, that light switch come on. Like, this is awesome. Yep. It's so cool. So I'm excited to use the duck call that you gave me that I have never used. So yes. it's going to be great. Yes. That's going to be awesome. Well, here, let's talk about the plan of action real quick, man. Thanks for sharing your story. It's going to be, we're super excited to have you. And I can't wait to share with the people listening, like what this is going to look like, like the process of it. Cause the process of it is pretty fun. It can be grueling at times to try to like narrow it down. Cause nobody wants to narrow down. We talked about this in a previous podcast. It's hard to say, I mean, it's easy to say, I just want to sell to everybody. Everybody's my demographic. Anybody who goes hunting. But yeah. but there is, it's, you really, really, really find who you are when you can niche it down and say like, okay, this is the type of person I'm going after. You'll still get a sale here and there from these other people, but you can you niche it down and it actually ends up resulting in better results. So it'll yeah. be, it'll be really cool to get there. So our plan of action from here, Michael, what we're going to be doing is we are basically going to, we're going to make a creative brief. And what that is is basically just a brief about your business and all the things that we're going to be doing with it. From there, we will determine the personas. So we will you know, do all the background studying on that, who that persona is. We'll come up with some fun name, Duck Danny or something like that. Okay. I don't know. So, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we will write the voice and tone. That's going to be a voice and tone document that basically just says this is how the voice of the business. And then all of this, by the way, we're going back and forth with you saying like persona is kind of like a studied thing. We'll hear from you at the beginning and say like, hey, you tell us who you've been selling to actually look at some of your, your data. Mm -hmm. If you have data on age, we'll look on your social media platform to see what the demographic is there. We'll, we'll do a lot, of, a lot of other research, but just see who those people are. And then we'll write that based on research. And then the voice and tone, we'll go back and forth and say like, Hey, here's what we hear from you that you want this to be. Mm -hmm. And then you may have a, Hey, there's a little bit in here that I want to make sure, you know, this kind of edge, you said you're a pastor. So you may want to have that like valor be, more like scripture, like be a man of valor, or you may want it to be more like valor, like military. And yeah. so picking a direction and let's, you know, working together of how, or picking both and figuring out how we, you know, how we, how we align right. that. Yeah. So all of that will be a part of that. And then finally, after all that, we'll do the logo creation, the fonts, the colors, the, all that kind of stuff. And really the rebrand of what you currently have. Cool. And then we'll take all that, 
put it in the final brand guide and Merry Christmas. And there you go. All right. Awesome. It's going to be fun, man. <laughs> we're, we're excited to do it. So, yeah. Well, next week on the podcast, we're going to be doing one called You've Got a Brand, Now What? And so we're excited about that. That's going to be really talking about campaigning and things like that. If you want a brand assessment, if you your brand is something that you are just kind of having trouble really getting out there, you feel like it's old or outdated, then go to greenfox.io slash brand dash assessment. And then you can fill that out and we will do a brand assessment for free for you guys on that. You can also check out our blog at greenfox.io. We hope to see you guys soon.